You're listening to The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. Here's the voice of the Bears and Aaron Sexton. With Ricky Thompson, our weekly visit, uh, well, mostly weekly, last week an open date, so we gave Ricky a pass, but uh, back with us as the Bears are back in action on Saturday. Rick, uh, halfway point of the season for the Bears. Nobody's thrilled about a 2-4 and four record, but uh, we'll see what they accomplished with the extra time in the bye week last week. Yeah, and I think it was a good time for a bye. I, I know some would probably disagree that after – a loss or a couple that you need to get back and play. But I, I maybe think just the opposite. I think when you're winning, that's when you don't want an open day. Yeah, yeah <laughs> true. Going. <laughs> and I, I just think after this, there was time to regroup and, and give these players and even coaches a little bit of time away from it, two or three days. I know I think they went work uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday last week, so they had some time and coaches recruited. Players just got to relax a little bit and – I know there was a lot of study uh, on both sides of the ball. It gave them a lot of time to do that. And I think you'll see adjustments. We don't know exactly what those will be, but I expect some adjustments and maybe even uh, player position changes here or there. Uh, We'll see. It's going to be interesting. It'll be a lot of fun for us to see exactly what they do change or try to do this week. Yeah, you're right. And you you said a lot of study, and it sounds like they spent a lot of time in self-evaluation, you know, self-scouting, looking at themselves and what they had done and hadn't done through the first six weeks of the year. Uh, That sometimes can be beneficial. Well, yeah, and one of the unusual things they did is the offense looked at the defense Mm -hmm. and the defense looked at the offense, and I think they critiqued it in that manner. So uh, that's – that's pretty tough. I mean, uh, when you're thinking about that, I was an offensive guy, our defensive guys looking at our film and then telling us what we did, what we did wrong. But sometimes I think maybe coming at, coming from your friends and players and the guys that you go to battle with, I, I think that's a good thing. And I think most likely they were pretty honest about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what what does he coach refer to it? Tell the truth Monday, you know, and sometimes it's it's right. the brutal truth, but but sometimes that's good. I mean, sometimes that's a good way to approach that. Well, it is, it is, and I think we're at the midway point, two and four, not what anybody expected. I know everybody's upset with that. Uh, probably none more so than coaching staff and players, but uh, there's we still got a lot to play for. I mean, you, you win at Cincinnati and then come back, beat Iowa State homecoming, you're 4-4. Four and four. Mm-hmm. And at this point, in my mind, I, I don't know what players' goals are. I think at this point, you're you're fighting for the, the sixth one to at least get in that bowl game. And uh, uh, tough chore, you got to go 4-2, and two, but win the next two is a good start and you got to win Saturday first before you can win next week yeah yeah I agree I, I agree with everything you're saying there uh what about Blake Shapin uh I think he is probably with that extra time either 100 percent or a lot closer to being 100 percent at quarterback yeah I bet he is and I I thought really personally other than the first three, four series at UCF, he's played like he's been well. I think there was a little hesitation there, and good grief, who wouldn't with that kind of knee injury and wearing the brace? Uh, if 
if you're not hesitant in that situation, I think you're probably not completely human. So, but I thought Blake, in spite of the game uh, two weeks ago, I thought his play was excellent. I thought he really played well. I know he played tough, six sacks, still throws for 323. And that doesn't count the times he was hit when he wasn't sacked. So I think Blake has proven that he's the guy. I think these players have rallied around him. And I think maybe just from what you hear from Coach Aranda about throw, throw, run instead of run, run, throw, mm-hmm. that we may be seeing the ball going outside to these receivers early in the game. We'll see. But uh, I know Cincinnati has a really good defensive front. They're tough to run the ball against. Uh one of the better teams in the league against it, in fact. So that could be a tough chore just coming out and trying to run straight at them. Yeah, giving up less than 100 yards a game in conference rushing. Uh, Ricky Thompson, our guest, sideline analyst for Baylor, uh, for our Baylor broadcast, uh, brought to you by Alliance Bank. Ricky, let me ask you this. From your time as a player here at Baylor and in the pros, um, is, it some, is it true sometimes that – a team on the road sometimes is uh, sometimes it's better for a team to be on the road. Less distractions, you know, circle the wagons, whatever we want to call it, us against the world. It seems like that's what happened with this Baylor team. Their only road game so far in Orlando. No, I absolutely do think that, and I think uh, particularly it's hard to remember particularly college. That's been eight or nine years ago, but in. Uh, <laughs> NFL-wise, I loved RFK, and the fans were absolutely incredible. But it was fun to get away and get on the road because sometimes I think there was a little less pressure. I mm. just think you're you're expected to have a tougher time on the road, and I just don't think that's always the, the truth. And I think we found that out this year being at home and losing some ball games. that sometimes teams get on the road and have a – easier time with concentration because they know there's going to be crowd noise opposed to them when they have the ball. And I think your concentration level goes up. And I I just think uh, the ability to get on the road, get on the plane, be in the hotel with your guys, have dinner together, have the meetings. uh, I, I just don't think that's a bad thing. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess always optimistic, but I just expect, a, a pretty well-played game. I don't know who wins. None of us know that. But I'm going to be surprised if if we don't come out swinging Saturday. Yeah, I agree completely. And and I'm I I think the extra time will help. You know, the extra time with the bye week last week to just uh, you know get your mind straight and uh, make some adjustments and get healed up. You know, we'll get some guys that. Uh, are maybe as close close to 100% as they're going to be all season. So I think there's a lot of positives coming off the open date. Absolutely, and I think Coach Rand even mentioned it, that this may be as healthy as they've been all year. Yeah. I think uh, they've been a little bunged up throughout. So to go into uh, game seven at your healthiest point, that's a little unusual, frankly. When you get to this time of the year, you generally have guys beat up, even out for the season, but if not, just – a shoulder or a nick knee or anything like that that's just a little bit of an irritant and it sounds like we're in great shape health-wise so uh, I don't think that's going to be a factor in this game and uh, it's a winnable football game I know Cincinnati's really tough on defense they've struggled some on offense though if you 
look at the stats and the way they've performed there, uh, I think, what are they averaging? A little under 15 points a game, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a team where our defense maybe could get healthy and, and learn how to play. And once they get that one game where they really stuff somebody for four quarters, then that confidence level in them will rise for those final five games too if we can go up there and perform like that Saturday. All right, final question. Uh, when you were playing for the uh, the team formerly known as the Redskins, they were the Redskins when you played for them. I'm sure you played in Cincinnati, right? You played the Bengals some. Any particular memories of that? Uh, well, you know what? I did not. Really? That was one of two stadiums that I never played in. Really? Huh. Uh, Cincinnati. But I played in the stadium where we're going, yeah. University of Cincinnati, I played an NFL flag game for superstars in 1980. Really? And uh, <laughs> in that very stadium. Now, I'm sure it's changed some since then. That's been a couple of days ago. Yes. But, uh, we actually did have an NFL flag game in that stadium uh, where we'll be playing Saturday. So that's pretty cool. Wow, that's great. That's a great story. All right, very good. You'll be our tour guide then around Nippert Stadium because you're the only one that's exactly. been there. I, I'm going to expect it may look a little different. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Sure, yeah. I, I don't think it's changed a lot because this thing is really built right in the middle of buildings, multi-story buildings. Uh, it's kind of crammed in, kind of a cool setting really, huh. but I don't think there's a whole lot they could have done with it. Of course, <laughs> it'll, I'm sure, be updated and – uh, may have added some seats, but uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, me too. All right, let's go to Cincinnati. Thanks for the visit. Appreciate it. All right, see you tomorrow. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Ricky Thompson with us. He'll be on the sidelines, part of our broadcast tomorrow, not tomorrow, Saturday morning, Baylor and Cincinnati. Our visit with Ricky Thompson each week brought to you by Alliance Bank, Central Texas, independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007.